Gentlemen, start your engines! Good afternoon, Radio Hotline. For those who don't know, Radio Hotline. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotline. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. All technology is accounted for and pre-checked prior oh, yeah. to your arrival. Is that Lights right? are blinking. Lights. Well, People are happy. Really blinking that much. Is this Audiences. You sure, this is working. It's working. All right. And like your poor noises. Well, they're your responsibility. I'm on the Barbie. I barely, I barely know anything about that. Barely Barbie. Because this is episode ninety of Radio Hotlap nine zero. That ten off one and the fabulous hundreds. That's right. Yeah. We've got to do 10 more episodes. We do. Before we get to episode 100, where everybody around the world is invited to enjoy the party with us. But that's a <laughs> few episodes. unknown destination. And, and we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll plan that. But <laughs> Five, radio three, two, one. No, Radio <laughs> Episode started. 90. That okay. lighthearted podcast that takes a, a look at... Zany. Motoring. Motor racing. Barbecues, gadgets, whatever. Absolutely. JP, how are you, mate? I'm very well, Johnny. How are you? On this very cool, chilly very cool. Thursday evening. And it's been very cool all day, viewers. Only 12 degrees here in Adelaide today. Uh, it, unbelievable. Um, hail, mid-afternoon. Whereabouts? Um, Kent Town. It was hailing. Mike wouldn't have liked it. He wouldn't. If he was still alive. That's right. Driving Ducatis. <laughs> you idiot. Um, look, I've had some, uh, just before we start the show, I have had some feedback from some people saying that really we should be running the show on Wednesdays, uh, as we used to do, and uh, they feel that you've uh, coerced me into Thursdays, Yeah. And, and they really want it to be back on Wednesdays. Well, all I can say is tough. What, what, what is that? What, what is, is the problem? The problem is that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, PLM goes to soccer practice. It's a PLM so factor. I don't want to waste another night away. That makes three then out of the week. Poor so little Mitchie. Thursday.com is soccer practice, so Thursday's a good day for me to come and do the show. But, but you have coerced it from a, a Wednesday into a Thursday without well, actually yeah, approving the paperwork there was, or anything. There was another reason, don't forget, though. What was that? Well, because we used to get a certain magazine that always seemed to religiously come out on a Wednesday. Now, you're hard-pressed to even find it on a Thursday. Excellent segue. There you go. Yes, uh, very hard to find this particular weekly rag. And uh, perhaps that's a, a byproduct of the fact that other magazines in Australia are going online and now starting to charge for that online. Uh, uh, as of next week. As of next week. Yes. Don't know if I'll be paying for it. Yeah, well, that's a good point. No, I, I actually, I don't think I, I... Look, it's not the money. I just don't think the information's anything relevant. Well, it's, I mean, it's relevant, but it's not that relevant. It's and not the relevant other side of me. the coin is the fact There's that... There's nothing in there I read that I don't already know. True. But um, they do a great job. So it's the question now. They pack it nice. Will you support But is it worth them? it? Yeah, that's right. What are you having a drink tonight? The jury's out on that. I'm having a Cooper's Premium Light. That's being responsible again. 
Yes, that's because you always have your Thursday. Then that's another factor. You do have your Thursday management meeting up the road there at the Bath Hotel. So it's very easy to come back here straight and, afterwards and drink instead light of beers. having to drink yeah, and drink light beers and drink light beers at the management meeting. Would you could you concede that perhaps that your management meeting has dictated the night we do the Radio Hot Lap show? No, I wouldn't concede that at all. So you, it is possible that we could go back once PLM is of age. Yes. That we could go back to, to a Wednesday night. So yeah, yes. two yeah, nights away from it. Yeah. No, it's not two nights away because Thursday would be just a management meeting at home, just like it used to be. So she's an angry go. new wife. And she's you know not that. an angry new wife, and you're a rotten stirrer. Oh, she doesn't listen to the show. Well, so. So that like good to wind her up. <laughs> you wind her up. Penna Lane. Penna Lane. Two thousand and five from the Clare Valley. Penna Lane. At my end, he said, trying nice. to. Move the conversation on away from a dangerous topic where JP could get snappy. Which you started, incidentally, oh, as usual. And loving it. Yep, Penelane, good stuff. My old mate, John Gillen, his yeah. best mate, Ray Clavins, head honcho of Penelane. Lovely bloke. Before we get on to the, uh, the show tonight, I'd like to point out to the viewers that uh, JP has actually had decided to come around and said, look, I want to cook dinner. You're, you're always cooking dinner, or always going out, but I'm going to cook dinner tonight. So he's come around. We've gone up the road to the one of the best Kurong Angus beef suppliers and got a couple of lovely uh, ribbons. No, they're, they're, they're no, New they're York. Blade. New York. Blade. They're New York's with a little bone. Yeah. A little bit of bone. So a little bit of rusty sausage. Hello, Rust, who's yeah. uh, uh, snuggling in from the cold weather. Uh, she'll be getting those later. And you, you make, you, you've got a couple of very interesting accompaniments. Tell the viewers what yeah, you're actually, okay. how you're intending on delivering this meal. Well, I've got a couple of big brown mushrooms, those big flat buggers. Swiss. Swiss, yep. And uh, so they're just going to go little light spray of oil and just straight on whole up one way, up over, flipped over on the other. And then I've got a, uh, a zucchini which I'm just going to run down the length of the zucchini into nice strips. And they just go on the hot plate as well for about three minutes aside. And I got a couple of Roma tomatoes and they likewise will be just chopped in half down the long ways and uh, two halves on the barbie and flip them over halfway through. And they should be deluxe. I had a girlfriend once called Roma. Did you? I flipped her over halfway through. Yep. And? She was deluxe. Well, there you go. See? Works every time. There you go. But I bet she didn't like sitting on a barbie. She didn't, because well, she didn't. Go. Right. There wasn't any barbecues. Oh, in the old Was it country. that old? In the old country. <laughs> in the old country. <laughs> Righto, what's first up tonight? Well, JP, I think you're on it, and uh, uh, particularly, um, there's some, some interesting stuff. We've had a bit of, of the previous week of uh, autofiction has decided to poll the Australian public about who's who and what blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, uh, and who's, who's paying who, the rent. Who's an arsehole and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. And, yeah. uh, but I, I think and it's And I like pretty. the dirty and loving it. Yeah, it's all pretty good. It's oh, amazing. But I thought we'd, we'd have a bit of a think about yeah. this. Listen to a few people's comments over the week yeah. uh, since they've seen this article yeah. because there's a lot of news there previously yeah. that we didn't really need to, to look at. But I thought we, we could just, just snip straight into in. that. Oh, you're going to go straight and, into uh, the, d- yeah. the dirty dude. So the number go. one thing to me that stood out was, uh, and, and this is typical of the media, you know, uh, uh, Craig Glanz, no respect. Well, it's not like he has no respect. His respect has dropped comparative yes. to others. And they lo- love it how they put that, the breaking headline, much like the, yeah. the Olympics. But it's the old, 
the polls are the same as statistics. Statistics prove that statistics work. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I take it all with a bit of a pinch of salt personally. But uh, yeah, Lounsey, well, I don't know. I like the way, who would you most want as a teammate? Um, Jamie Winkup was up the top there, but well, then Lounsey was second. I think that's a fairly, so, uh, I think that's a fairly yeah. obvious choice. Some of the things which which probably disturbed me and annoyed me a little bit yeah. was how and that, that Michael Patrizzi had been come up three times uh, for uh, uh, the, um, the, uh, the 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 Ford Rising Stars uh, supercar team. Yeah, um, as probably the most un. Loved. loved person in the whole <laughs> game and I thought yeah. that's just not fair it's just typical tall poppy syndrome in this yeah, game it is. they don't want to let anybody in once no. he starts to get a he gets a race win under his belt and then Jim Morton who's behind him doing a bloody good job of keeping that guy there with uh, uh, sponsorship there from Ausdrill from the from Western Australia well, yeah. well they'll, they'll start to like him yeah. at the moment he's not doing anything he's the back of the field he and it's budgetary stuff and mm. understanding and engineering. That's pretty mean. But the interesting so poor thing... Poor old Michael Petruzzi is getting a rough time here through the press. Well, he's and I f- think that's not fair. He's supposedly the third most dangerous driver shared with Jason Richards. Dangerous? How after Paul Morris the dude and no comment. Now, I'm sorry, but if you look at how, how often no comment comes up through this whole thing, um, it's like, well... Why, why, why bother? No comment. Why bother? Absolute. So there's. Um, inc- incidentally, it's interesting that Ayrton Senna's still up there even after all these years as a racing hero. Um, I would have thought that maybe that would have dropped away by now, but uh, apparently it hasn't. I mean, what are we now? 12? No? 14 years on, are we? I don't know what people they're asking, but well, uh, well, they're asking the drivers. But I mean, you know, Rick Kelly's the fairest driver. Well, there you go. Let's move on a little bit of a technology because this show isn't all about car racing; it's about technology. And I've come across some really cool eyewear that's going to in, incorporate with your um, your iPod, and it's called My View. That's myvu.com sexy fast and exciting have a go at this JP you can have a look at the video and it's like stereoscopic imaging in sunglasses but they look a bit wanky well have a go at it it's the (laughs) beginning it's not Oakley I mean they've put them on a good looking babe so they look a bit better but on your average bloody uh, V8 supercar punter, they, he'd look like the biggest dickhead on earth. And all his mates look, take you might piss. enjoy using it in the plane when you're travelling from no, A to B. Fine, and yeah. and uh, possibly that's there's good. all sorts of options for there you is. to do yeah. that. I think it's worth for the viewers to have a look at my it's view. It's probably worth a, worth a look for the viewers because then cool. they'll know what we're talking about. But, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be no different, I guess, particularly like if you're talking on the plane and you've got your iPod there. It's no different to putting those um, things on that you put on when you go to sleep, you know, the, um, the Batman mask without the eye holes. Now, you're in charge of uh, uh, barbecue action tonight. Do you yes. need to go out or do we have time for another story? No, we have time for another story. Well, so last weekend yep. in Germany was the fourth and penultimate round of the Le Mans Endurance uh, Series where Lars Eric Nielsen, Alan Simonson and Richard Westbrook got together in their new four-litre 
997 a GT3 RSR. It's the 2008 and a half spec, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. Yes, it, they've had the uh, 3.8 engine upgraded. Also upgraded were the uh, IMSA performance, uh, R- uh, Richard Leitz and Raymond Narak's car, and Mark Lieb and Alex Davison in the Feldman-Meyer car also had the uh, the same engine upgrades. The guys qualified fairly well in fourth place, um, all looking good. And that pole went to the sister car, the sister Farnbarsha car, which uh, of uh, Pierre Eret and um, mm-hmm. Pierre Kaffer, with um, uh, which was the same car they had used uh, to great effectiveness to come third in the Le Mans 24-hour earlier this year. Yep. Um, interesting again that the uh, the uh, the Usher team would bother to run two brands. Yes, then, Ferrari you know, and Porsche. Yet again, that, that's that's what they've chosen to do, and the Ferrari has been very very effective. Um, in early practice, the uh, Virgo Motorsport Ferrari 430, which won the championship last year in 2007 in GT2 uh, with Alan Simonson and... and, and uh, Hector uh, Lester. No, no um, Rob Bell aboard. Simonson had to relinquish his duties. I'm just recapping. Simonson had to relinquish his duties to drive the... Um, Vodafone supercars at Sandown and uh, Bathurst. That uh, irritated the owners of the car to the point that they decided to not invite him back into the car um, and put uh, a Ferrari works driver, uh, Jean-Maria Bruni, into the car, uh, which went on in the two final races to win the GT2 Championship. They have been pretty much inseparable, uh, Bruni and Bell, all year and doing extremely well. but leading into this race in the second practice session, the rear of the car was on fire and had a serious uh, amount of damage there. It didn't look like the car was about to start, but uh, brilliant uh, work there from the team and their uh, team manager, Chris Warren, to put the car back together to start from pit lane mm-hmm. to come through to win the GT2 category. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Now, that's, uh, that's a, a bit soul-destroying stuff for some of the other people. But uh, a very, very great uh, combination of GT2 drivers. Very, very, very brilliant drivers there. And, and Alan Simonson, the same, none less would have been in there, um, did his best with the, uh, with the uh, Farnbacher Porsche. Lars Eric Nielsen starting the car, uh, uh, although it had a, a bit of a problem in the warm up. Uh, it was minding his own business when Liz Halliday had been uh, opted in oh, yes. at the very last moment to the creation LMP1 team who decided to uh, carve Lars up quite severely under brakes, leaving mm. him nowhere to go. Except these, on these, the gravel. Well, yes, uh, spun and went into the gravel. And, uh, of course, the GT2, GT2 cars do not run carbon brakes or, or disc sizes or calipers anywhere near or weight like the LMP1 cars. So perhaps uh, she would uh, uh, you know, be well off to learn a bit of respect there mm. for, for the for others. The I'm sure categories. she didn't mean to do it, but yeah. uh, and it's all a learning experience, but it, it sort of ruins someone else's day. So there was But that says a, a lot of... for uh, people making their way up through the ranks because if, if it was a driver who'd had experience in, say, GT2 or some of the lower classes earlier on, then their brain would have said, oh, I better not do this because I remember what it was like to drive one of those cars and this would be a real nasty thing to do to cut someone up. Whereas when you get someone who's been pulled in like late on in the in the game and they don't know, they haven't come through that school necessarily, then 
they're just working within the performance of the car that they're driving. That could be quite so, but then we probably have a Danica factor going mm. on in Le, Le Mans series, mm. where really, you know, who can stand up to a female? Mm. Because, you know, if you want to hit her, it's not okay, unless you're another female. True. So you have to hit her while you're in the car. So did Lars put the wig on and the high heels? Well, let's just say that he's off the, she's off the dating list, <laughs> and he's looking for dates. <laughs> Play with an airline, as good looking That's as right. he is. Not that I'm after him. Well, no, I should hope not. I'm not. Because you've been to his house and all. I have. Yeah. But I'm not after him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Any raw Lars Eric Nielsen. And in fact, for those interested, and in, we want to actually, we need to give a big throw out here to Chris at V8 Centre, who's yes, decided we do. to, uh, he's wanted to take up doing the uh, the show notes for us. So um, uh, he's uh, Lars Eric Nielsen owns um, the Moldavian Air Taxi. Yes. If you if you if you Google that up, um, Chris, you'll, you'll find it, and, and you'll find it in the show notes. You'll find the show notes at v8central.com forward slash radio hotlap, or or just go to v8central.com. Enjoy all the sorts of interesting forums that Chris has been working on for many, many years. And yeah, in fact, absolutely. it's probably the greatest forum uh, group within Australia, and certainly Without the one doubt. with the greatest amount of credibility. Yep forward slash radio hotline. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you don't like us. We don't care. <laughs> we won't take any notice. But, we won't. You know, we, we, barely, we never have before. Know. Why would we now? We're on the 90th episode. Lars Moldavian Air Taxi. Anyway, there he was. So, gone in, uh, started the race, got tapped by a Ferrari, uh, another unknown Ferrari. Can't, I mm. don't know the details. Right. And there certainly wasn't one in GT1. No yeah. So, uh, went off into the bushes. And um, started, came back last, driving through the field, passed a few cars, handed over to Richard Westbrook, drove like a demon, setting the fastest time also in that uh, second hour session to then uh, move to fourth place with Alan Simonson, uh, the Danish driver getting in the car, only for four laps later for the clutch pressure plate to fail. Very disappointing. Now, before yeah, you go and say, look, obviously with an engine upgrade um, yeah. with this car, the, the, which the is whole, exactly what I said, the, the transmission uh, solution was not right. Right, that that's absolute rubbish. Uh, Porsche had gone to all the details of providing the right uh, uh, changes to the cars to make sure that the increased torque and the fact that the drivers would be short shifting quite yep. a bit uh, sooner. Um, that the car wouldn't be suffering it was just simply one of those things. Just the race once again was won by uh, the uh, uh, Peugeots, uh, first and second. But thirdly, uh, yeah. thirdly, yes, uh, the Charuz Racing Systems with Jean Charuz, the the young uh, son, uh, was in the privateer Lola oh, yeah. LMP1 petrol-driven car, which split the two diesel teams. Mm. So there is um, there's some big things coming there from Lola and with Aston Martin involved from the engine drivetrain you can imag- imagine that David Richards he's smiling his way <laughs> all the way through GT4 GT3 GT2 and mm. now into GT1 and now LMP1 very good what about Audi though I mean they must be like you know suffering in their jocks as they say in the classics yeah, better go and check the barbecue in a minute. You right. better go and check the barbecue yeah. because otherwise it'll be dieseling and we'll be back in a minute. Jones, Jones, Jones. We're yeah, back. Absolutely. What we are you talking about Jones for? Jones, Jones, No, Jones. I'm just saying it's... Um, 
Jonesy, Jonesy, vale Jonesy. Craig Jones, the British superbike rider. Oh, poor bloke. Yeah, World Supersport World Championship race uh, at Brands on August the 3rd, my sister's birthday. Uh, poor bugger, 23 years old, uh, taken from the circuit with serious head injuries, and um, not good. So uh, all the best, and our thoughts obviously go out to him and his family and his team. I think he was racing for Calgar. Uh, obviously, I don't do a lot uh, in terms of super bikes, but uh, and uh, bike championships, particularly uh, over in the UK. But um, apparently, they were going very well. Like to point out to you uh, just how aware the people on the other side of the world are. Very much following our sport here, Autosport uh, uh, International, uh, printed edition. Uh, V8 Supercar winning around. Tanda takes a win on count, but there's a nice uh, shot of, of Tanda. Must mm. be a night race uh, <laughs> for some reason because it's very dark in the background. But uh, the heading says FPR man Steve Richards was a high in a, on a high on the valley. Is that right? Wow. <laughs> Um, the, uh, Someone the, didn't check that's that. A, that's a dark sky, isn't it? And it's uh, looking like a night shot. So there you go. Interesting stuff. <laughs> Certainly. And um, I thought that that might lead on to the fact that, you know, a lot of people ask us, can I get a job in motorsport? Well, certainly you can. We've got some jobs for you this week. If you're interested, perhaps you'd like to work for Red Bull. Well, yeah. if you're a jig and tool designer, you can work closely with other members of the design office, liaise with the production department. You'll be designing jigs, fixtures, patterns, tooling, blah, blah, blah. You'll be involved, have to go to all the races. Well, that's yeah. just one of them. Or perhaps a sub-assembly technician uh, who's, who's good at building sub-components for Formula One. Interested? Be in touch with human resources at Red Bull Technology Rad Bradbourne Park Drive at Tilbrook in Milton Keynes. The old Milton uh, Keynes. That's right. If you want to do that, email human.resources at redbulltechnology.com and uh, you can get a job. Don't think that this might be the only job is available. Put your name out there. There's all sorts of other really interesting things. Like... A front of front of house and a waitress required for MotoGP. I mean, like, yeah, short dress required. Don't need to deliver anything other than booze. Have you been looking for a new job, Johnny? And doing all this in research here. <laughs> now, talking about Milton Keynes, which we weren't, but well, there's a brief segue there. Um, reminded me of International. Now, the old um, Super League formula is. Only a week and a bit away. Well, it's a week away from official testing. And there's a couple more teams on board now. Um, Liverpool, in fact, uh, made the plunge last week. Uh, probably Britain's biggest soccer team, I guess. Certainly with the hugest supporter base. Um, even PLM is actually a member of the blogs on Liverpool's website. And um, so they've, they've signed up. So uh, International is... Uh, you know, he's, he's promoting a, a series that's definitely been growing exponentially over the last three or four weeks. Yes, they've signed their 17th team. No idea who the bloody hell they are. But, uh, I, you know, I've been trying to get him on the show, but he's been a little bit uh, a little bit, little bit, bit difficult to get involved with at the moment. Probably very, very busy, uh, as I would, I would imagine. I think he would be launching the following a weekend, like The following weekend... Uh, is the uh, the first round at Donington of, of Super League at Donington, and and they're actually testing this week at Donington. 
They are, and uh, in fact, and they're, they're still interestingly naming drivers um, for for some of the teams. Uh, I see that the um, uh, Rangers, the Scottish team, who have got uh, their car in the championship, have actually signed a, uh, a Scottish driver who's a pretty good steer by all accounts. His name totally escapes me at this point in time, but uh, there you go. It's certainly uh, building up over there, and uh, we'll be looking forward to getting all that news from international. Uh, next weekend there's been some changes in the world of computers and I think that Hewlett Packard has come back with some interesting products certainly their marketing material is really quite wonderful Um, I don't know if you've seen the new HP Touch Smart system, Uh, it's quite clever but the unfortunate thing is underlying it all is is still still friggin windows But uh, ergonomically, they're, they're doing the best they can. Yes, they, they are. Uh, they and I'm good. sure that they're dying for Apple to OEM their operating mm. system. Um, but nonetheless, uh, from an ergo point of view, Hewlett-Packard uh, are doing a very good job. And they've job. certainly pushed the envelope and come up with something that nobody's beaten them to the chop with, which is good. That's always got to be good for the everybody. Chop. You know? Well, the chop, yeah. What's, what's also interesting is the... Is the um, amount of interesting audio players that are arriving in the market, JP, that you can plug your iPod or iPhone into. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and There's there are so them, yeah. many really cool things yep. around. Uh, I must get one uh, next week from you yep. uh, at a special price. But, um, at a special price, of course. What have you, what have you said? So what really stands out to you? Because you, you guys have had them all, haven't you? And all the good yeah. brands. Yeah, well, we've had a lot of good brands. I mean, obviously, the Zeppelin's still there for audio quality Who if you've that? got the money. Oh, I can't remember the name of the mob that makes but it. But you sell it. Yeah, but it's just the Zeppelin. You're meant I mean, to know this. It's, it's B&B some, or something. Yeah, B&M or B&B. Uh, How hopeless are you as a salesman? I don't sell that stuff. It's retail. It's Look the, at you. The guys down at Norwood do all the iPod stuff, not me. Don't ask me. Don't, don't even ask me what the price of an iPod is. I wouldn't have a clue. Well, how much are they? I don't know. I can tell you how much the Zeppelin is. Nine ninety nine. But there's lots of others coming through. I mean, there's the iHomes now, and um, I noticed that who else has rejigged their series? Uh, Griffin have rejigged some stuff, um, and uh, no names escape me. There you go. See, I'm real, real good on audio stuff. Got a fast car? Want to really stretch its legs? Don't want to go to the racetrack? Well, I've got the spot for you to go. The number one spot in the world is for you to travel down Alligator Alley. I-75 in Florida. It's 83 miles long and it cuts through the Everglades. Like, no one wants to get out because there's alligators everywhere. Exactly. Um, and uh, it's very few places for the Highway Patrol to um, to, 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 to be hide. found. So, because yeah, it's, flight, it's, it's it? one, of those, it, one of those great spots that uh, you might as well have a go at it because uh, you, 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 you can't get booked. Except but, for last week. What? Well, they had a hurricane. Or oh, there was a threat of a hurricane and they had inclement weather, very inclement weather. Inclement. Been, yeah, inclement. It's inclement, isn't it? Inclement, inclement, same thing. It's like um, controversy or controversy. Other areas that you might be interested <laughs> in pursuing more in the Western world would be the, uh, 
Gottmagen uh, Weinsberger Germany freeway, uh, 121 miles long. EU regulators there have been pressuring the, go- the US government for years. To, uh, the EU, EU the, government for years to be able yeah. to slap uh, speed caps on unrestricted portions of the country's famed autobahns. But uh, no, the, the, the Chancellor there has said, listen, we, we, they have rights. Uh, there's been a few construction delays, uh, heavy traffic, but nonetheless... Um, its close proximity to Stuttgart means that it's one of Porsche's favourite testing roads. A little closer to home in Mumbai. Mm. The Mumbai Expressway could kill a few people on the way. 55 miles, completed in 2002. Uh, this uh, this road links a couple of the latest... Uh, latest? Latest. Largest? Biggest? Latest. Mm. Hugest? Who, who said that? You did. 14.1%. More penalane. Yep. Anyway, it links Mumbai to another part of Somewhere to somewhere else. Yep, and you're going to go for a good fang there. Right. Um, Any speed limits? uh, No. No. The Indians have 170 mile an hour are common. Yes. Before they take your car. That's right. And don't give it back to you. Um, <laughs> lower on the standards. There are in um, the Atikiudos in Greece. It's a 36-mile stretch. They spent $1.8 billion building this piece of uh, road yeah. for the uh, the Athens Olympics um, with a speed limit, which was between 60 and 70 miles an hour. 60 and 75, actually. Um, yeah. Just reading the update that they just sent me since I just mentioned that comment. Um, but uh, no, no worries. Go your hardest there. And uh, hold on, didn't you just say the speed limit was between sixty and seventy-five? Go your hardest. If you want to find any more out about these lanes that you can go fast at, and Chris from VR Central will be so happy to put that into with the show notes for us. Thank you, he Chris. Will. Yeah, Chris, we're loving you for this. Wide.com forward slash extras. 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 Well, there you go. Now, I noticed the... Um, I heard, was talking to... Who was it? Oh, one of my customers is a mini freak the other day. And the mini's 50 years old next year. Are those Can you believe right? that? I was just checking on those stakes. No, they probably need turning about now. Uh, but the mini's little... 50 years old next year, viewers. And will we come we'll back for minis? That. Well, I don't think we need to come back for more minis. I mean, minis are minis. So, Can you just you know, finish that and then do your stakes? Okay, well, there you go. Minis are 50 years old next year. More about that later, and I'm going to finish the stakes. Need another drink? No, I'm fine. I've still got my light beer. Well, you're back from the barbecue. JP, we really have been doing a lot of shows lately, and we really we have, have a lot to talk about. It's just this Well, we don't this week, and there's nothing much happening. I mean, it's all bloody Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. But you do Olympics, want to talk Olympics. about... You do want to talk about... Yes, right, but you do want to talk about driver lineups for Bathurst and the Enduros. Yes, yes. Just, just quickly, yeah, uh, yeah. you wanted to say something? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I, they've, they've do we finally until next week? announced... Well, I think probably next week's better, because we've, we've got more um, research done by then. But I know they've been announced. Um, well, everybody's all the teams are there. Anything? Yeah, we yeah, do. We don't. We do well, we the... read stuff. I don't. I just do all off the cuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, see it all at photosport.com. Absolutely. As you do. <laughs> Photosport's good. good oh, are we just cancelling it? Good spot to go. What? Cancelling? No, there's got to be some, um, some little anecdote of loveliness that we must give to the viewers at this moment. At this moment? 
before we sign off for the evening. We can't well, we've just got to sign them. off because of the we, uh, steaks are going to be overcooked otherwise. <laughs> so, you know. And the viewers are less important than our enjoyment of steaks. <laughs> well, yeah, far be it from me to say so, but, you know. <laughs> well, then see you next week. Right. Yeah, well, good night, viewers. We're well, done. See you later. Viewers, we were only joking. We're back again. But we're back with our steaks in front of us. And what a deluxe meal, Johnny, even if I do say so myself. Well, I thought it was important that the viewers actually got to experience some of the exquisite uh, um, um, culinary delights that we have here on on Radio Hot Lap. Well, and we do. And this is one of those culinary delight nights. Mm. 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 Your plate consists of, please explain to the viewers what's there because I'm munching. Well, well, I've got what we spoke of earlier. We've got these absolutely mega um, Roma tomatoes that have just been cut in half and they are so sweet Mm. and so lovely. Just a little bit of, um, cut them in half, whack them down on the the, uh, cut half first, let them sit there for about three or four minutes and then turn them over and just lay them on their backs just to cook really nice and slowly. And while they're sitting there sizzling, a little bit of sprinkle of nostromini and a little bit of salt and they are just superb. And then you've excelled yourself here. The Gaganas Brothers nostromini. Yes. Now, uh, Chris, uh, can you find out about that Gaganas and put that in then for everyone in there? um Port Ro- uh, South Road Hindmarsh mm. here in Adelaide. Great food wholesalers. Yes, I've done a little sneaky on the side there with some mm. verjuice. Johnny's gone mad with the verjuice and some chorizo sausage and some beautiful, they're not snow peas, they're snap sweet peas, aren't they? Sugar snap, please. Mm. How good are they? They are fantastic. Is that a good combo? Mm. Excellent combo. And these big swish mushrooms are just superb. Dogs is hanging around like you would not believe. She can smell the steaks. Right, bones down, coming down for dogs mm. now. Chopping out. Here we go. Dogs. Thank you. Over here. A large bone has been now given to the yep. sausage. It was clean the last... I mean, how good is this dog? Look, it, it, it's one of those dogs that you can give bones, cook bones. Look at that. Yep. Clean. Clean. Whistle. clean. So, there you go. The uh, Yeah, the zucchini is good. Oh, yeah, zucchini just sliced long ways and uh, flat on the barbecue. Bit of ham. Yep. Bit of um, Johnny's got the uh, hot English mustard happening. Hem, hem. What's got but me? These mushies are great. And uh, yeah, so another brilliant meal. Look at me. I'm a robot prostitute from the future. <laughs> Viewers, <laughs> he's got two. What are they? Are they pom noisettes or mm. potato noisettes? Something or the other that he slung in the oven. They're actually all right, aren't we they? We had a bit of spice. They're magies. No, I'll tell you, I didn't make them myself. You've got a couple of tips there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're magies. They uh, they must embrace each other in the oven. They're good. And they're joined at the hip, those two. And those. We should run a competition. We might get some people down for our Christmas dinner. Well, yeah, we might. We're we'll to think about it. Who knows what we're going to do for 101? Well, we're going to have to think about what we're going to do, aren't, aren't we now? That's not our fault. That's Chris's problem. See ya. <laughs> See you, viewers. Bye.